Have you ever taught yourself a skill that you've become pretty good at? Maybe drawing, playing an instrument, a sport, cooking? A skill that you think you could one day get a job doing? Well, today we're going to explore two brothers known as the Nicholas brothers who taught themselves to dance so well, Hollywood came looking for them. Say what? Let's go explore. Welcome to the Explore Black History on the Go podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Shannon, and I'm excited to bring you another episode exploring remarkable individuals who have shaped the world with their ingenuity, courage, and resilience. Make sure you visit the Instagram page at Explore Black History and click the link in the bio to see upcoming classes and download the free discussion guide that goes with today's episode. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please do so, so you're notified every time a new episode comes out. Now, let's explore the Nicholas brothers. Fayard Nicholas, the oldest brother, was born October 28, 1914. And Harold Nicholas, who was seven years younger, was born March 1, 1921. They came from a family of performers. Their parents were both college-educated musicians. Their father, Ulysses, played the drums, and their mother was a classically trained pianist. They both played in the orchestra for different Black entertainment shows, known as vaudeville, traveling all around the United States. And when Fayard was born, they took him on the road with them. Fayard grew up having a front seat to seeing famous Black singers, musicians, and dancers perform on stage, and he loved it. It sparked a desire inside of him to want to do the same thing. He watched all the performers wide-eyed with his feet and shoulders moving to the beat. Ta-da-da-da-da, ta-da-da-da-da, hmm. His family settled in Philadelphia when Fayard was 12 years old. By that time, his younger sister Dorothy and his little brother Harold had already been born. His parents formed their own group called the Nicholas Collegians and performed at one of the city's largest and most prestigious theaters, the Standard Theater. And Fayard was there every day watching. He saw some of the best black tap dancers and singers on that stage. He watched how the dancers moved. He listened to how the singers sang. And most importantly, he watched how they performed in a way that captured the audience. And then he taught himself. He taught himself how to sing. He taught himself how to tap dance. He taught himself how to move with style. And he taught himself how to perform in a way that would mesmerize anyone watching him. And he practiced everywhere. He practiced his moves on the street. On his way home from the theater, he would jump over the fire hydrant on the sidewalk and land dancing. Ta-da-da-da-da, ta-da-da-da-da, hmm. He practiced in his backyard. He practiced in his bedroom. He practiced in the kitchen. 
He practiced anywhere he found space. Ta-da, da, da, da. But he thought, I need more performers for this to be an act. So he got his sister Dorothy and he taught her. Ta-da, da, da, da. And when his little brother Harold was old enough, he taught him. Ta-da, da, da, da. Hmm. And they became known as the Nicholas Kids. But Dorothy, she decided to stop performing. And now the group, or I should say duo, became known as the Nicholas Brothers. Harold, who was five years old, adored his older brother and took pride in learning every move just the way Fayard showed him. He copied his style, his energy, his moves, and together they became an amazing dancing dynamic duo. They practiced together all the time. They took the moves they saw others do, practiced them till it looked perfect, then added their own flair. And people began to take notice. The Nicholas Brothers performed all around Philadelphia and were hired to perform on a radio show. Then they performed at theaters in the area, even at the Standard Theater, where their parents once performed. Everyone loved the Nicholas Brothers because they could move like nobody else. Ta-da, da, da, da. But their big break came in 1932, when Harold was 11 years old and Fayard 18, though everyone thought Fayard was younger. They were invited to perform at the Cotton Club in Harlem, New York. This was during a time when there was still segregation in New York. And in Harlem, there was a renaissance happening. Black people's talents in music, writing, fashion, dance, art, and theater were booming. It was the center of amazing Black artists and Black entertainment. And in the middle of that town was the Cotton Club, a premier nightclub, but for wealthy white people and celebrities only. Black people were not allowed in as guests only as waiters or entertainers. During this time, it was hard for Black performers to get a job because of the racism and discrimination that existed. So if a Black performer was hired to perform at the Cotton Club, they took that opportunity because it paid well and the exposure launched many Black performers' careers like Duke Ellington, Eltha Waters, and Josephine Baker. Remember the podcast episode about her? She was the one with the pet cheetah. Indeed, it was the Cotton Club performances that put the Nicholas Brothers on the map. The night of the Nicholas Brothers' first performance, they were dressed to impress. They came out on stage in their perfectly tailored suits and shiny shoes, looking sharp. The crowd didn't know what to expect from these two kids. Then the music began to play, and they danced. Ta-da, da, da, da. Ta-da, da, da, da. Mm. And they shocked the audience. They wowed the audience. So much so that no other act wanted to follow after them. You see, the Nicholas Brothers didn't just dance like the average tap dancers. Hmm, how can I explain it? Just imagine a tap dancer, jazz dancer, belly dancer, gymnast, stuntman, and acrobat all in one and you get the Nicholas Brothers. 
When they jumped, they flew in the air. When they did a spin, they kept turning for days. They had class, they had style, and nobody, I mean nobody, could dance and move like them. They were a wonder to behold. After that night, they were an instant hit. Their family moved from Philadelphia to Manhattan, New York, so the brothers could work at the Cotton Club. They always remembered what their parents taught them. They were well-mannered, well-dressed, and carried themselves with dignity. They knew they were just as worthy of respect as those they were entertaining, and they let it be known in the way they carried themselves. Everyone around them said they were kids who moved like adults. And since the Cotton Club was a place people went to at night, the Nicholas brothers had an interesting work schedule. Their first performance wasn't until midnight. Yikes, that's way past your bedtime. It's even past my bedtime too. And they didn't finish until five or six in the morning, but their parents made sure they were brought directly home where they went straight to bed. Then they woke up at three in the afternoon time for school when a teacher would come to their house to instruct them. Then they went back to sleep for a couple more hours, woke up for dinner, and then their chauffeur took them in a limousine back to the Cotton Club. What a schedule. The brothers' performances were so amazing, a movie studio signed them to be in their movies. They became a triple threat. That's a person who can sing, dance, and act. Let me tell you about their performances. They moved effortlessly. They glided across the floor as one, smooth like butter. They tapped to a beat all their own, fast and then slow with an energy that built up and flowed through their fingertips. They ran up walls, danced on tables, pianos, suitcases, and drums. In one performance, they jumped off the wall into a backflip and landed in the splits. Ta-da, da, 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 ta-da, da, 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 hmm. And then there was the greatest dance scene ever from the movie Stormy Weather, a Hollywood musical with an all-black cast. They spun in a circle on one foot into the splits and came back up again without using their hands over and over again. And picture this, large stairs that you could lay down on. Well, the Nicholas brothers completed a move where Fayard jumped over Harold's head and landed on a step below his brother in the splits. Now, this is something you just have to see. So either get the discussion guide or Google Nicholas brothers stair dance. I promise you it is worth it. They took turns jumping over each other's head and landing in the splits, going down the stairs eight times. Ta-da, da, 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 ta-da, da, 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 hmm. It was a masterpiece of dancing, tapping, leaps, turns, and pure joy. And what was so amazing about that performance was that they never practiced it. The first time they did it was the recording that made it into the movie. They had class, they had style, and nobody, I mean nobody, could dance and move like them. They were a wonder to behold. The brothers went between performing at the Cotton Club and being in movies. They were among the first African-American performers to be featured in integrated films. And every movie they were in, it was their scene that stole the show. 
One time, when one of their dancing scenes was showing at a movie preview, the audience stood up afterwards with thunderous applause right when the scene was over. Making such an uproar, the movie theater technician had to rewind the film and show the dancing scene again. They were in over 35 movies and traveled all around the world. They performed in South America, Europe, and Africa. They even performed for the King and Queen of England and their royal family in 1948 and were asked back again the following year. They captured audience hearts wherever they went because they danced with joy, skill, and tricks that would make your heart leap. They had class, they had style, and nobody, I mean nobody, could dance and move like them. They were a wonder to behold. They performed for over 40 years, and then they became teachers to the next generation of dancers. They taught at Harvard, and some of their students are famous dancers you or your parents may know. Ever heard of Debbie Allen? How about Janet Jackson? or her brother, Michael Jackson. These were a few of the Nicholas Brothers students. They received multiple honors over their lifetime, including the Kennedy Center Honors and a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They had class, they had style, and nobody, I mean nobody, could dance and move like them. They were a wonder to behold. Whew, what a legacy of talent, music, creativity, and excellence. What is most remarkable is that they were self-taught. They danced like they had been trained by professional teachers, only they hadn't been. But you see, the gift was always in them. They nurtured it by watching other dancers and learned those moves. They became better by practicing over and over again. They sharpened their dancing skills as they learned more and made it their own. And they took advantage of every opportunity that came their way. And their gift made room for them and they were able to share it with the world. Do you know what gift resides in you? And are you doing what it takes to nurture it? Make sure that you do because you never know where it will take you and who you will impact for good. Take care and I look forward to the next time when you explore Black history with me. Explore Black history.